When I first started my business, I had a full-blown panic attack. I was like, this is not gonna work. No one's gonna buy my candles. My business is gonna fail. I don't know what I'm doing. And I just kind of like jumped in and was like, well, I'm just gonna do it. And I had, I had faith, I prayed about it. I've learned to keep going and be resilient and understanding like it's a, all part of the journey. It's not gonna be perfect. Welcome back to Unknown and Talented. My name is Jalon Abrams. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Jasmine. She's the CEO and founder of Black Spark. How are you doing today, Jasmine? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. I'm definitely excited because, you know, I met you at InvestFest. Uh, we bought <laughs> some of your candles. And I like to say, you know, it's, it's, it's really good. It's really good. They, they smell good. They burn good. Yeah, we have, we have no problem with those candles. Um, so before I get too much in detail about your candle business, talk more about you, Jasmine. So who, who, who are you? Yeah, so um, Jasmine Triple, I am a native of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I'm a graduate of University of Memphis. Um, by day, I actually work in HR. So Black Spark is my side hustle. It's a business I started during the pandemic. Um, honestly, truly out of boredom <laughs> um you know you're at home all day and just looking for something to do and i've just grown it into a brand but other than that i'm just like a go-getter i'm a hustler um i love everything about entrepreneurship um i also do some um youth mentoring and coaching in memphis um i have a real passion around that as well but yeah that's a little bit about me <laughs> Okay, and that's good. And I do know it was recently your birthday, so I'd like to say happy belated birthday. Thank and, you. And um, I know, I know we, Seven. I know we talked a little bit before. I know we talked a little bit before, but I heard that you're a Libra and not a Virgo. Yes, Libra. I am a Libra, full fledged. Um, most people, when they find out I'm a Libra, they like I can see that. And I think it's like my real calm spirit. Um, but yeah, I'm. Libra starts on the 23rd and my birthday's on the 24th. So I'm not a Virgo, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. Oh, you said 20. I thought you said 21st. Okay. Never mind. This conversation doesn't even matter anymore. You said 24th. I swear you said 21st. No, my birthday's 24th. Uh-huh. 24th. Okay. Oh, you're, you're good to go. Cause, cause I thought you said your birthday was the 21st and you're a Libra. I said, wait a minute now. Come on. You're supposed to be on my team, but it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> nope. Other side. <laughs> Okay, well that, that's perfectly fine. I have no problem with Libras. So I don't want no beef out here. <laughs> Let's go, but um, we, I want to talk. I just want to talk about Black Spark. You said you started it during your during the pandemic. So what was going on during the pandemic that made you say, "Hey, I want to start a candle business." You know, truly, around the time I started my candle business or got the idea was um around the whole George Floyd situation. And so there was just so much negativity, I felt like with all the riots and the protests and people I feel like were just depressed. I was being a little depressed, just being at home and then you're seeing all of this happening um, outside. And so I really just wanted to bring a sense of peace um, not only to my space, but to others. And so that's why I have like those positive affirmation on my affirmations on my candle jars um just to remind people like it's gonna be okay like you're gonna make it like it's not um so much negativity in the world because i was experiencing that um just being at home and i know a lot of my friends and family it was it was a rough time 2020 and so i started my candle business i i give all props to god 
Um, I think it was his plan, his um, divine intervention in my life to, you know, start this candle business. Never once in a million years where I thought I would have been a candle maker. Um, but I truly, I ran across a YouTube video. I just got interested in it, got my first little candle making kit and like got to work. And I, even, even at that point, I didn't think that I would start a business, but something in me was like, why don't you just give it a try? Uh, I'm the type that has always kind of lived in my comfort zone. And so I thought that, you know, that was a way for me to kind of branch out a little bit and try something new. Um, and I've grown a lot since then. So I'm glad I did it. Wow. Okay. You definitely said, you said a, a lot there. So I do like how you talk about having a positive affirmation. That's perfect. <laughs> um, but what, what, what was that time? What made you say, like, instead of making, you know, t-shirts or like wristbands to get into candles? I know you said you saw a YouTube video, but that YouTube video said, yo, I'm going to put positive affirmations on this. No. So actually when I thought about candles, it's something you see in your home. It's subtle. Um, it smells good. You can use the fragrances could help you with your different moods, depending on what the fragrance is. And I wanted to correlate that with the actual, um, labels in the positive affirmations. And so like you walk into your home and you smell, you know, the fresh scent of lavender and eucalyptus, um, and it's relaxing. And then on that jar, it just says, just breathe, you know? And sometimes we just got to remind ourselves to breathe. And so that was kind of my inspiration behind it. I thought that, especially during that time, everybody was at home. And so why not have, you know, some good smelling candles in your space um, and just have like a little positive message on it. So that's how I started with candles instead of, I thought about actually when I started, I thought about like also having t-shirts with the same quotes, but I never got into the t-shirt business. Um, I just kind of fell in love with, you know, the science behind candle making and being able to play with the different fragrance oils and things like that. Okay. And you definitely made a good decision because you had a t-shirt. I might've missed you because a lot of people had t-shirts. So yeah. I have any candles to really, really stuck out. <laughs> um, so, so, so you talk about um, creating those different smells and are you creating your names as well of your candles? Yeah, most of them. Um, the quotes, of course, I create them whenever I come up with a new sense. Um, I usually just think like, how does this make me feel when I'm burning it, when I'm testing? Um, and that's how I usually come up with like the affirmations on a jar and then the names um, sometimes I get a little creative other times like I'll just kind of like I don't know if it's a lavender eucalyptus candle it just says lavender eucalyptus um, but other times if I really get creative and I formulate an, another, a new scent that you may not find in the stores or anywhere else um, of course I'll give that more of a unique name um, just because it's signature to my brand Okay. So where did this creativity come from? Cause you said when you started this, you were so used to being in your comfort zone. Was it anything you did before creating candles that was creative? No, I actually did. Wow. I was really a creative person until I got into candle making. Um, and people would affirm that in me. They would say all the time, like, you're so creative. And I really didn't see it because I would associate creativity with like, like truly like art and being able to like draw and, but I think there's more to that. Um, I think being creative, is just like being able to translate a ideal or a thought 
into an actual process um, and thinking outside of the box um, and certain things. And so even with being a business owner, I have to be creative on how I'm going to market my product. How am I going to um, reach my target audience? And so I've learned that that's a skill of mine is just ha being creative and like being able to think outside of the box. And so, um, yeah, I didn't even know that I was creative until I started my business. And that's why I said like, it's really like taught me so much about myself in general, um, being not only a candle maker, but a business owner, um, it's taught me so much. So. Yeah. yeah, cause I could only imagine, cause you just said you just was in your comfort zone. You decided to start candles, so not only you had to learn how to create candles. Now, like you said, you have to learn how to do marketing. You have to learn how to, I yeah. guess, budget. You have to learn how to what? I don't I, know. To talk more, talk more about the stuff you had to learn, cause, cause I don't have actual products. So talk more about like what you had to go through. No, it's a whole thing. Like I am a website designer. I'm a salesperson. I am a networker. I am marketing. I wear all hats. I am accounting. <laughs> it's just me. And so it's taught me so much just about running a business. Um, and luckily I do have a little education behind it. So I have my MBA. Um, and I was actually in getting my MBA during this process and I had a capstone, um, maybe a couple months before I actually started my business where I learned about like how to build a business plan and all of that. So I had a little bit of educational background behind like what it all takes, but being in it is a completely different thing. Um, and having to realize like how much goes into like actually running and operating a business. Um, it's crazy. And I'm still learning, like I'm not perfect at all. Like I still have a lot of loopholes and, Right now, I'm in this place where I'm learning how to ask for help. Um, I'm not great at that, um, but I think it's essential. Like I, I literally can't do it all. Um, it's like impossible, and so that's one thing I'm trying to learn is um, how to ask for help when I need it. So it's a struggle for me, but I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I agree with that as well. Cause like me creating this podcast, I'm doing research on the on the people. Um, editing, uh, recording, um, asking the questions. Like I'm doing everything, creating YouTube thumbnails. Mm -hmm. So it is a lot. I do I do agree with you though. Finding someone to help you with it is hard because it's like, this is my baby right here. You know what I mean? I don't want you to get it and mess up. This is my baby. And you think like, no one <laughs> like me. Like, no, you can't. So it's it's crazy, but I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're definitely definitely look into it. It's hard because I'm doing it as well. But mm -hmm. what I did learn is that there's people that are great at doing one thing, so they yeah. can take that off your hands because they're great at one thing. So we're doing everything. We're great at everything, but we can find someone that's gonna be better at uh, better at that one thing than us because they're using their time on just that. Yeah, and if okay? I so delegate, I can become better at the actual candle making process. Yeah, I can spend more time doing it. And so that's something that I'm just kind of trying to keep reiterating in my head like jazz you can't do everything like you have to let go sometimes delegate yeah no it's definitely gonna take time but but how so since you are doing it now all yourself how are you balancing regular life and entrepreneurship because being an entrepreneur you can honestly use all your time to just work on your business yeah like i said i have a full-time job um as well so i am a busy busy bee um, my biggest thing right now is just prioritizing, um, just like 
in the beginning of the week, I'm like, okay, these are the five things like I absolutely have to get done this week. Um, I have become a task to-do list girl. I try not to make it a to-do list, but a priority list um, because to-do list, I get a little stressed out. Like I have to do all of this. So I usually try to choose uh, five to six things that I want to focus on that week and just get accomplished. Um, and then just honestly learn how to say no. I also struggle because mm. <laughs> um, I'm type like, especially when I first started, I was at every vendor event. I was doing every, anytime anyone asked me to do something, I'm like, I'm there, I'm going to do it. You know, of course I was trying to grow my business at the time, but now it's just like, I'm a little bit more strategic in what I accept to go and do. Um, and even now that I do candle making classes, like I've had to get comfortable being like my schedule doesn't allow um, for, you know, the classes, because they start to pick up, and it's like, almost every weekend, I'm, like, booked with classes, and, you know, we didn't, I didn't even have time for, like, family and friends, and, you know, I'm always working, so, um, just learning how to say no, that's been huge for me, like, yeah, I I like, I like that, I like how you talked about the five (laughs) tasks, because that's something that, I'm not going to say I've done. I've been trying to do it because my goal is like, you know, hit five tasks that are going to change, you know, my life each week. Like what are these five things? It's hard. So I'm definitely congratulate you to be able to do that. Um, But I want to talk about this candle, um, candle classes, because I've heard of sip and paint, but I've never heard of like actually creating candle class. So talk more about that. Yeah. So that's been my, my niche um, lately. So I started doing candle classes maybe a year and a half ago. Um, I just kind of got the idea. Uh, people would ask me, they were like, you know, I want to learn how to make candles or, and I wasn't in a space where I felt like I was an expert enough to like show people how to run the business, but the general, how to create a candle my way, I felt like I could teach that as if it was like a paint and sip type of class and people loved it. Um, my first class I sold out, um, and I was just like, oh snap, like this is people actually have like an interest in this. And so I started, my goal was to do one once a month. Um, but essentially like people to just come in, I usually have like wine and refreshments. Um, and I try to make it as simple and straightforward as possible. But the whole big thing is like come in, discover the scents, um, put together the candle, you can decorate it, you can create your own label, um, put your own affirmation on the jar, and then, you know, you can go home and enjoy your candle. And people love it. So that's been my thing lately is candle making classes. And I'm actually doing my, um, doing a room spray making class this weekend. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. You said you're doing a what? Say that one more time. A room what? spray making class. So I also make room sprays. Um, Oh, Okay. Yeah, so it's a private class, but I'm going to go teach some um, college students how to make room sprays. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> okay, okay. So so how are these how are the opportunities coming about? Because you said your first class you sold out, and this is your first time doing something like that. How did how'd the marketing go for that? Um, Truly, I, I promote it on social media. I think word of mouth. Um, and I, my biggest thing is, like, I always tell people to invite a friend. Um, and so that always helps with sales. And um, since then, since that first class, once I kind of posted about it, like people were like, oh, when's your next class? And, oh, I want to do one for my birthday or I want to do one for, um, you know, my sorority or our bachelorette 
class, I mean, trip. And so um, it just kind of grew from there. It's truly word of mouth. I, I credit word of mouth for my all of my business growth, honestly. Like, once people get a hold of my candles, a lot of times, like, they'll be like, oh, I got this from this girl on Instagram, or I got this from Jasmine. And so I get a lot of, like, referrals um, in my business. So, because I'm not, I'm going to be honest, I'm not the best marketer. Like, social media is not my way. So um, word of mouth has been the big thing for me. That's good. That's good. Oh, I do want to. I have a confession. So I know when we met at InvestFest, I did record you and you were talking. Um, but for some reason, my audio didn't pick up a thing. So I got you talking. I got you holding the microphone, and I'm just like, Oh Idiot. no, I'm in trouble. It's okay. I'm here now, and I get to talk. <laughs> you're here now. You're here now. But but I'll just the minute the minute you said that your social media is not your thing, I was like, that could be something perfect you could post. But you know, everything yeah. happens for a reason. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Um, but what I want you to do now is talk about the actual for formation of candles. Cause I do have a couple, um, a couple of friends that actually wanted to start candle businesses. Mm -hmm. One of my friends, hopefully he listened to it right now. He had a garage full of the candle mixes yep. and the, the big machines. So, so talk, talk more about that. Yeah. So candle making is truly a science. Um, it is it has a lot of math and calculations. Um, you have to understand like how the wax and the oils mix together, what temperatures to mix it at, what temperatures to pour. Um, your wig plays a big part. Like when I first started, I didn't even know there were so many different wigs. There's so many different wigs and sizes. You have to make sure like the entire formula is correct. Otherwise, like you have a candle that burns too hot and you see like a huge flame. You have a candle that doesn't smell like anything because you didn't wick enough like your your wick isn't big enough what? it'll tunnel so it's a lot of testing i would say i spent so much money testing i still do um because a lot of times even like the same formula won't work for the same fragrance oil and so you may have to readjust um and try to figure out okay this fragrance oil may be a little bit more um like dense and so I need to you know wick down so that the flame isn't so big um and I also use wooden wicks they can be a little inconsistent um but I love them so much that I've been holding on to them um but they're really hard to work with sometimes just because of you know just depending on the cut of the wick what batch I got from my supplier um sometimes it can fluctuate so there's a lot of signs okay. that I like one, one, one moment I'll one moment. I'm so, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry to yeah. cut you off. Right now, this listen, you're you're doing great. You're doing great. Um I just don't want to stop you because I just want to talk more about the, the wooden the wooden wicks that you use. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think those are those are fire. I love the wooden wicks. I love how they just burn and little crackle and stuff like that. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure I shout you out on that. Um, but yes, definitely go into you how you talk about getting the vendors and everything because you you're doing a lot. You're a scientist. I didn't even know you're a scientist as well. You're a scientist. <laughs> uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so talk so talk about that talk about that um process of um being a being a scientist um for the first time like so how, how was the experience of actually making your first candle um uh, my first candle my first candle actually my first candle looks nothing like my candles do today i actually use a cotton wick really basic um and it actually turned out pretty good i must say like i felt like it burned pretty well and it was just like 
I did a good draw. Um, it was just good luck. Um, and so, but I would say like my candles have grown a lot. Um, once I determined that, okay, I want to do wooden wicks. I did a lot of research behind it. Um, I like the crackling sound. That was what kind of sold me. I thought it was different. You don't, you see them sometimes in store, but you don't see them often. Um, and it, it kind of all went into the whole idea of creating like this aroma and this atmosphere of peace. Um, so being able, you're maybe in the bathtub, you have your candle burning, it's crackling, and you're reading a book, and it smells like eucalyptus, and you relax. Um, and so that's the whole idea of, okay, I think this is going to like blend perfectly with my brand. Um, and then it has that spark. And so the name of my brand is Black Spark. Um, and so it kind of all tied together for me. But yeah, I had, when I first started, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't perfect at all. And, you know, I've grown and I've, I've been able to kind of perfect my formula since then. Um, and I'm working with new jars now um, and trying to expand my product line. And so um, I'm still having to do a lot of testing and learning. But, yeah, it's definitely been a journey. <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking how you're saying like some of them might burn so fast or might depends on the wick you're using that that's definitely a lot so you're doing a great job I also want to talk about another product you have is the I might have it wrong is the one that you burn and turns like lotion or something like that the massage candle yes yes that is a little crazy that's yeah, crazy because that I was just like I'm not burning this and putting nothing on my skin I'm not putting it on wax on my skin. They were a hit at InvestFest. Like, a lot of people were like, this needs to be your thing. Um, and I love how people were, like, pouring into that. But, yeah, so the um, massage candles, essentially I um, use a bunch of natural products that are skin safe. Um, and I was able to put use skin safe fragrance oils, uh, formulate it all together. So the massage candles have, like, shea butter, coconut, bo not coconut, uh, cocoa butter, um, avocado oil. It does have soy wax in it, but it's skin safe. And I blend it all together. I mix it all together and I pour it. It solidifies as a candle and then you're able to burn it. And when you blow it out, you can just pour it on yourself. And it's not hot. A lot of times people are like, it's too hot, but it's not hot at all. It's warm and it feels so good and it smells so good on your skin. And it's like one of those things, like it kind of lasts all day. And so sometimes I would use it um, like out of the shower and just kind of put some on because it smells so good. But yeah. Yeah, I, I was scared. Massage put, candle. Yeah, I was scared to put that on I'm my all... skin at first. I'm sorry, I think you just cut yeah, it Yeah, Go ahead. I think you was cutting people out. Go ahead. Were... No, I was saying, yeah, a lot of people are uh, scared to kind of put it on their skin. So that's why during the Invest Fest, I started giving out samples, um, just allowing people to like, just pour it. They were like, oh, it's not hot. And, you know, it's not going to leave wax residue or anything like that. Okay. So. Okay, so I, I want to talk more about you expanding your product line because you started with, I guess, <laughs> just candles. And then what was the second product? Mm -hmm. Was that the, the massage? Yeah, so I started and then I started doing room sprays. So the room and linen spray, air freshener. Um, and then I started doing wax melts. Um, and those are the main two things. And then I started doing massage candles um, as well. And so those are the main things I make. I am looking to expand a little bit more. I've gotten a lot of People ask about like uh, car fresheners, and so that's my next little project is okay. to 
um, kind of make car fresheners with the same scents. So all in the fragrance family, um, making sure you smell good. <laughs> and, and, and so how much time do you use to research? Because you're doing a lot. Like you're doing, like I said, mixing mm -hmm. it, the wicks. You, you mm -hmm. have multiple products and actually just trying to start a new product. So how much time do you take actually doing research? Oh, man. Um, it depends on the month and when I'm actually looking to expand. So for, the, for a while now, for probably over a year, I've kind of kept the same products. And so I haven't had to like do a ton of research. Of course, I always stay in the loop. I'm in Facebook groups and um, all these different candle making groups um, just so I can stay in the loops on like what's trending right now and making sure I'm staying current. Um, but right now I've probably been researching this whole air freshener thing for a couple of months now. Um, and so I usually just, you know, take when I have some free time and um, just look into like the best methods, what materials I'll need, pricing, um, and how I can make it unique um, to my brand. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm, I've been working on. I'm not gonna lie. I have been pushing it off a little bit, <laughs> um, just because it's, you know, it's going to take some time and testing and all of that. But I mean, it's something I want to get up and running in the next couple of months, hopefully by Christmas, we'll okay. see. But, um, yeah, it takes some time to like just research and understand like how they're made and, and I hand make everything. So that's another thing. Oh, so. wow. Okay. Okay. So yeah, but I agree. I think it's taking your time with it because I know, I don't know if you ever heard the saying, uh, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Keep it, keep it simple until yeah. it make, until it makes sense to do it. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing. Um, cause I, I honestly wanted to launch it earlier this year with the, um, car fresheners, but you know, again, that's like going back to balance. It's like lots been happening and, it wasn't the right time. <laughs> so, but now um, I should have some time freed up and I'll be able to kind of focus more on it and do it. Okay. So being an entrepreneur now for three years, learn being a scientist, marketer, uh, I don't know. You have so many hats. I, I lost, lost count. What have, what have you learned about your, what have you learned about yourself in these three years personally? Um, resilience. Um, I'm a lot more resilient than I thought I was. Um, when I first started my business, I had a full blown panic attack. I was like, this is not gonna work. No one's gonna buy my candles. Like I am, my business is gonna fail. I don't know what I'm doing. And I just kind of like jumped in and was like, well, I'm just gonna do it. And I had, I had faith. I prayed about it. Um, and there's times where it's just like, I get back to that moment and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, this isn't working. Like I'm not making my sales like I thought I was. Um, but I've learned to keep going, um, and be resilient and understanding like it's a, all part of the journey. It's not going to be perfect. Um, I still have a lot of growing to do. Um, and I can't compare my business to anyone else's, um, cause I know, we do that often. We compare ourselves to others and we, you know, get discouraged if our business isn't growing as fast as the other um, similar businesses. So um, I've just been staying in there, honestly, because there's days where I'm like, forget all of this. 
I'm like, uh-uh, this is too stressful because I do wear a lot of hats. I do a lot. And so um, there are times where I'm like, I'm not in my best place to be running a business, but I, I've stayed in there um, because I believe in myself and I believe in my brand. And even if I don't make candles forever, I believe it's going to take me somewhere. So. Okay, I like that. And and how is your support group? Because I know at InvestFest you weren't by yourself. Are they able to, your support group, pretty much help you through those kind of times? Yeah, like I couldn't do it out. Like my family and my friends, um, they always, they're always supporting me. They work for me for free. <laughs> I pay them in candles most of the time. Um, so um, I have an amazing support group. Um, they have been there for me from the thick and thin. Um, I sold out when I first launched and most of my candles were sold to my family and friends and they've been supporting me ever since. Um, and so they are as big as advocates for my brand and I am. So even bigger. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. So that's definitely great to have a support group. Um, but you said you also are a youth cult. So you're actually supporting the youth as well. Could you talk more about that? Yeah, so shout out to STS Enterprise here in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, they're doing amazing things. Um, Jeremy Calhoun and Alton Cryer are the founders of STS. Um, so they, the organization is centered around mentoring high school and college students in Memphis, um, underserved Black population. Um, and I was actually in the program when I was going to the University of Memphis. So I was a student. Um, and like I said, I was this girl, I was in my comfort zone. I was kind of shy, kind of to myself, kind of timid. And they kind of took me in and they saw the leadership in me. Um, they pushed me to grow. And so ever since then, like I've been locked in and I, once I graduated, I stayed involved with the organization. I came back as a coach. Um, then I started recruiting for them and then I became the assistant director and it's just it's amazing um, just to see how many lives have been impacted just by being in a room with other black professionals um, that are like minded and want to see you succeed. I think a lot of times, especially here in Memphis, this is crab in a barrel type of mentality where you can't find good mentorship and you only see people trying to like put you down and you're wanting to grow, but you don't have like that support system. And so SCS offers that to college students and high school students that really need it, that support system. Um, and so I have had the opportunity to kind of just mentor other college students, um, let them know about life after college, give them the real, um, like don't rush out of college like I did. Honestly, it's not all it suits up to be. Um, and, you know, just kind of pouring back into my community. So that's my purpose. Like I, I fully, like, I love doing that type of work. So. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I like that. And do you have any of them like help you out with, um, your business? Cause being an entrepreneur, I know <laughs> the, the kids now, everybody wants to do that. So how, how was having that business also help with the youth? Yeah. So I've, um, <laughs> I have a lot of, I've tied my business into SCS a couple of times. Like they've um, ordered things for me as well as 
for gifts for the um, students and the coaches that are in the program. I've also talked a lot about my business to other college students because I feel like now everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Like every college student's like, I want to be an entrepreneur. Like, I want to do this or I want to have my own business. I want to. So um, I've been able to like take my experiences and like tell them like this is what's real. Like just like I told you, like it's not as easy as you make this product, you go and sell it. Like you have to be the marketing, the accounting, the sales. Like you brought you wear so many hats, especially starting off. Um, and it takes a lot of resilience. And so I've been able to kind of take my own experiences and just kind of um, share that with the students, just so they can have a real take, not to discourage them. Like, hey, do it. Like, I I would encourage anybody that's interested in becoming an entrepreneur to at least try it because you never know where it'll take you. And honestly, even if you do fail, like, you're going to learn something. You're going to learn something about yourself. You're going to learn something about business. And you're going to grow from it. Um, and so that's what I always tell them. But, yeah, like, I, I always kind of, like, you know, talk about my business and even the whole balancing act of being a professional and working a nine to five and being an entrepreneur at the same time and the challenges posed there. So I love, I love that. Yeah. So, so talking about like your men- <laughs> mentorship now, what would you tell to Jasmine in 2020 when she's on YouTube doing research for those candles? <laughs> oh, I would tell her the sky's the limit. Don't give up and whatever you dream of, whatever you wish for, it can absolutely happen for you as long as you work hard and you stay resilient. Um, and don't look at every loss or wrongdoing as something negative. Um, look at it as a lesson and keep going. So that's what I'll tell myself. Because um, I think that was my big was to fail um you know we're all afraid of failure I was like I'm not gonna be great at this like I'm gonna fail and that's all I could think because you know that negative kind of chip on your shoulder is always like you're not good enough and I would tell myself I absolutely am and you're gonna grow from it so even if you do fail you're gonna get back up Perfect. I love it. I love it. Um, but guys, Jasmine has to hurry up and go to a party. So what I want you to do is just push. <laughs> I just want you to plug your social media real quick. Yeah. Follow my business page at BLK underscore spark S P A R K um, on Instagram and on TikTok. I'm also on Facebook at BLK spark candles. Gotcha. Your website as well. My website is www.boksparked.com. Perfect, perfect. So, but is it any last words? I know you was giving a lot of motivation, a lot of gems. You have any last words to tell the audience? Yeah, just um, if you're thinking about entrepreneurship, do it. Um, it's going to be the greatest thing that you've ever done. Um, you're going to grow from it. You're going to learn from it. If you fail, you're going to pick back up and you're going to do something else. And so be resilient um, and pour into others. Like if you learn something, make sure you share with others. Like we can all benefit from one another. So um, just do it. (laughs) Like Nike said. I love it. I love it. I appreciate you coming on. I know you said you busy. You all here partying and you was able to sit down with me. So I do appreciate it. (laughs) I appreciate you.
on. Uh, this is great. Good luck to you and your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll be watching out to see you on a big screen one day and having a million YouTube subscribers. So good luck on that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Again, my yeah. name is Jalon Abrams. This is Unknown and Talented. Jasmine, Black Spark, BlackSpark.com, right? Yep, blackspark.com. Blackspark.com, buy the candles. Like I said, they were amazing. I don't even buy candles like that, but they're amazing, all right? So make sure y'all go out there and get some candles. <laughs>